This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. Hello! Welcome back! We're on another episode of the Food Factor Podcast. Specifically, this is episode number 80 of this show. Not many people realize that anyone can start a podcast, but most people do what's called pod fade, and they realize how much work it can be to continue on with a show. And truly, the only reason I continue to do this is for you. So I appreciate you sticking around and hanging out with me, and I appreciate all the messages I receive and all the questions that I get and everything that you do, whether it's through DMs or seeing me in person or um, sending me an email. I, I, I see it all, I read it all, and I hopefully have responded to you, um, but I really, really appreciate you sticking around. And again, I the only reason I do this show is for you. I'm dedicated to bringing you answers to the nutrition topics and health conditions that you have so that you can have a source of evidence-based information that you can then take immediate action on. That's my whole point is I, it's not just meant to be an information dumping ground. I want you to actually take action. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Whether you've been a listener since day one or just kind of randomly stumbled across the show recently, I appreciate you being here. And I want to hear from you. So send me a message, send me a question, um, stop me on the the street or in the grocery store. That's happened before. That's awesome. Um, But I'd I'd love to connect with you and answer your questions. Or if there's a, a topic you want me to cover that's important to you, or if there's a myth that you keep hearing that you want me to weigh in on, or if there's a guest that you'd like to hear on the show, Um, reach out to me, send me a message, shoot me an email. Um, um, You can find me at Food Factor Nutrition on Instagram and Food uh, Food Factor and uh, Facebook. So uh, yeah, let me know what what you want to hear more of. I want to get to every question you have and I'm more than happy to do so. So looking back on the past 79 episodes, We've gone over topics like high blood pressure, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, weight loss, brain health, non-celiac gluten sensitivity, digestive health, um, specific vitamins like vitamin B. We also talk about the food behaviors that are common. I did an episode on fast eaters, on snacking habits, on being on autopilot and sugar cravings. I often share questions that clients have as well, uh, you know, and through messages that I receive and through social media and other patterns that I notice. I kind of talk about that on this show. And that's what this episode is going to be about. One big pattern that I've seen an influx in lately is the perceived challenge of healthy eating. Now, I say perceived challenge because any challenge or barrier you come across has a level of perception to it. Right, So what one person considers no big deal leaves another person frozen from taking action. There's a perception to it. When it comes to healthy eating or improving the nutritional quality of the foods you have, I hear a lot of interesting responses. Everything from, I don't have the time to eat healthy. It's too expensive to eat healthy. My family won't eat those foods and then they go to waste. We're too busy to plan out dinners or go to the store. 
I have bad habits that are too hard to break. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, somebody actually said that to me. I was like, that's okay. Do any of these sound familiar? That's a whole lot of resistance happening. In my experience, what this resistance stems from is a person trying to stay in their comfort zone. It's safe there. It's comfortable there, right? That's why they call it that. Our subconscious brain which is in charge of perceiving threats and keeping us safe, loves it there because it's predictable and predictability equals safe. Changing something even as little as adding a serving of veggies at dinner can be thought of as a threat because it's different and it's new. I know this may sound silly or even you know exaggerated, but I have had people tell me this. This is usually the case if you've ever set a goal for yourself but can never seem to achieve it because you resort to your default habits. That's your subconscious brain pulling you back to its perceived safety zone or comfort zone. So what can we do? Are you stuck with your usual ways forever? No, of course not. They're entirely up to you to change and you can do it. You may need different tools in your toolbox and that's okay. When it comes to enhancing your nutrition or the foods that you're eating on a regular basis, growing pains in healthy eating or or meal strategy or planning is normal. Growing pains are normal. Suffering is optional. Growing pains are normal. You don't have to suffer or struggle. You really don't. Many people feel like this has to be the case. It doesn't. Many times people go into drawing on past experience when it was maybe hard to change something and then they assume it will be like that again. Again, that's your brain trying to predict or perceive a threat. If you go into a new goal with an open mind and a positive intention, you'll get a different result than if you go into it assuming you're going to fail. I'm sure that's not new information to you. You essentially activate something when you do this in your brain called the reticular activating system. Now, if you have ever wanted to go down a rabbit hole of research, look up reticular activating system. It is amazing. It's fascinating. I cannot tell you how many times I have have used this in my daily life. It's so interesting. Now, if you're like, "What? <laughs> what what is that?" Let me quickly explain. The reticular activating system is a system of neurons in your brain, so the little electrical impulses, neurons in your brain, that has many features and roles in the body. You know, it has to do with your circadian rhythm, your your wake and sleep cycles, all that. But one of the roles is filtering out unnecessary information so what you're focusing on or what's important gets to come through. So if you think about it, we use this all the time. Without this, you would be so overwhelmed with every sound, sight, what you're feeling, air on your face, the seat you're sitting on, the floor, all of that. You would feel all of that. You'd be focused on all of that all at once. You don't think about those things right now or even notice them until they're mentioned and then then you tune in. The same is true with the reticular activating system and your health goals. If you tell yourself... There's no way I can meal plan. I just don't have the time. That doesn't work for me. Well, then all the opportunity you have in your week or your day to do this is filtered out. And you're only given the information that matches with what's important to you or what you're focusing on. 
right? So you may miss the fact that you scroll your phone for an hour and a half <laughs> because that, that supports your notion of, I can't, I don't have time. I, I can't do that, right? So let me give you another example. Years and years ago, we bought a black Honda Pilot. I loved that car. It was, it was awesome. I loved that car. It was, you know, one of my favorite cars that I got. Anyways, the second we drove it off the lot, guess what I saw everywhere? Honda Pilots everywhere. Not only me, but members of my extended family said they noticed more Honda Pilots on the road since we bought ours. Another example is when you're in a crowded room and there's a lot of noise, a lot of conversations going on, all of that's around you. And then the second someone says your name, you're like, whoop, you tuned in and you're looking for who said your name. So your brain is filtering out unnecessary information all the time, but it's also trying to support what you think is true. It's also called a confirmation bias. So if you have a thought like, I don't have time to, to cook home meals or meal prep or plan out dinners, your reticular activating system and your confirmation bias will find ways in your life and make them apparent to you to confirm that. So that would be things like, you know, you have your grill is out of gas and you can't cook the meal you wanted to cook or whatever. Then, then you're like, see, I know this is what happens when I tried to do the right thing, whatever. We try to support our ability to stay in the comfort zone. And, and it's not necessarily the case. If somebody was focused on meal prepping or, or eating more at home or planning out dinners at home, that might still happen. But your focus is then on, okay, I'll just throw it in the oven. Okay, I'll just throw it in the crock pot. Okay, I'll just throw it in the whatever to continue to, to support the goal of I am somebody who plans out my dinners and plans out my meals and I'm successful with it. So anyways, back to kind of more of the nutrition. I, I, I get sidetracked because this is so fascinating to me and, and I really hope that even though my examples were a little shoddy, can you find ways in your life that your reticular activating system supports your goals? More importantly, how can you use the reticular activating system to your advantage when you're wanting to enhance your health. So let's run through like a quick little exercise. Again, we want to be action focused on this podcast. We want to make sure we take a concept and apply it. So we're going to run through a little, you know, exercise that that hopefully will be helpful for you. If you are driving, I mean, you could still do this. I'm not going to have you close your eyes or anything, but make sure you're in a safe location to truly get the most out of this exercise. Maybe you have to pause this. Maybe you come back to this point in it, take note of what the timestamp is, whatever you need to do to stay safe, but also to do this exercise. Okay, so first things first, answer me this. How does practicing to eat healthier look to you? What visual do you get initially when when you think of eating healthier? What does your entire day of healthier eating look like? So think about that. From the moment you wake up until the, the moment you go to sleep, your entire day, if you were to say, I'm a healthy eater, this is how I eat, what does that look like to you? Even think of things like who's eating with you? What time of day are you eating? Where are you eating? What foods, when you look down in your you know, imagination of this ideal situation, what foods are on your plate? What are you drinking? Kind of, you know, pause this and kind of write through some of those questions. I want you to have a really good visual and a really good idea of what it looks like 
to you to be a really healthy eater. Okay, so hopefully you've paused this and hopefully you've, you know, you did that exercise and did that work because I want you to have a really good idea and a really good recognition of what your image is of healthy eating. Now, the next step is, what does eating healthier, however you define that, what does that feel like? You can do kind of a a mental body scan of this when you're thinking, okay, you've just had your entire day of healthy eating, according to you. Do that mental body scan. Start at your head. What does your head feel like? What thoughts are you having? What does your chest feel like? What does your stomach feel like? What does your back feel like? Your legs. Kind of do like an overall body scan. Overall, how are you feeling? What what feeling words come up for you? So again, hopefully you've paused this. You've taken some time to do, to answer some of those questions and truly get a good visual. So now... Answer me this, what do you envision needs to happen in order to connect your vision of healthier eating with your current reality? So how are you bridging them? What needs to happen in your mind to get you from where you're at today to what your ideal version of eating looks like? What needs to happen? And maybe write out like one, two, three, like all the things that you think need to happen. All right, so hopefully you've paused this. Hopefully you've taken some time to to write out some of those things. I have to be honest. When I asked these questions to a few clients, all of them had a very restrictive idea of what healthier eating means to them. Most of them said having salads at multiple different meals, not having desserts, only drinking water, never eating at restaurants. They thought all eating healthier to them. And for all of them, that was not realistic by any means for their current reality and lifestyle. So when I asked the third question of what needs to happen, how are you going to bridge your your current reality to your ideal situation? They had a laundry list of things that they felt like they needed to change. So I truly believe that the reason some of them, and maybe even you, haven't yet achieved your nutrition goals or your ideal vision of health is because your subconscious brain recognizes that your vision is too far out of the comfort zone and therefore it's not safe. This is the reason for that perceived sabotage. We label it as not having willpower, but what if, what if it was just too extreme of an action or an unnecessary action and your brain shot it down. For all of those clients that I asked this to, we definitely had some more uh, education and information around why, a lot of questions around why they perceived those foods as healthy, why they perceived that they needed to do that as healthy. By the way, just for funsies, because I'm a nerd like that, I went through and, and asked you know a couple of clients exactly, what would you have for breakfast that's your ideal health you know, breakfast and 
and your version of health and what would you have for lunch? What would you have for snacks? What would you have for dinner? And just for funsies, I went through and I calculated up the nutrients of all of what they were having. They came up so short in every single category. They weren't getting enough calories. They weren't getting enough fats. They weren't getting enough proteins. They weren't getting enough carbohydrates. They weren't getting enough fiber. It was atrocious. They weren't getting enough micronutrients. And so when I kind of shared that with them, I was like, that's healthy to you? And they're like, no. (laughs) So really, I, I hope that this is an example of, are you setting goals that aren't your goals? Are you so focused on goals that aren't, in line with what your body needs. If you set a goal around being super restrictive and only eating, you know, fruits and vegetables every day, you're going to be sick. Your your body is not going to respond well to that. We have to find the ways, and I want everyone to do this, we have to find the ways to support our own bodies based on what our own bodies need, not the advice of an umbrella approach by some diet, some influencer, some website, none of those things know you. They don't know you. They don't know your history. They don't know your lifestyle, your current reality. They don't know that you have to get up at 2 a.m. to feed a baby, or they don't know that certain days of the week are really challenging and other options kind of happen because there's not enough time or whatever. They don't factor that in, but you need to, right? You need to have a good idea of overall what is realistic for you and what does your body need how can you support your body with a balanced way of eating that you feel good about and that's doable for you so lots of questions right i'm i'm questioning you and there's i threw a lot of questions at you today hopefully you have a page full of answers to some of these questions and hopefully that helped to unlock something in you and and help you to realize that maybe what you've been striving for this whole time is not even a goal that you have in the first place. So if you, I'd love for you to share with me what you realize from this episode, from answering these questions, you know, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, send me an email. I'd love to hear what kind of aha moments you had. And as always, I'm here to support you. I do offer free consultations. If you want to See if working together is a good fit. That's what that's there for. No pressure. I want to make sure that you are fully aware of, of my philosophies on things. I'm not going to be the person who gives you a two a 1,200-calorie meal plan and expect you to follow it. That is not what I do. If that's what you're looking for, that is not what I do. So I'd love to set that up. You can always uh, click in the show notes to set that up, or you can go to foodfactornutrition.com and click Let's Chat. Um, And I will be uh, taking on a few clients at a discounted rate in the next few months to help me uh, support finishing up my doctoral training. So if you're like, yeah, now's the time I want to, you know, get ahead of some of these nutritional things before all the chaos of the holidays happen, um, then outreach me, message me and tell me that you want the uh, upcoming discount and I will put you on the list because I'm only taking a few uh, clients at that discounted rate for my doctorate program. So again, I hope that you took the time to do this exercise and take action on what we had talked about. Again, if you're just somebody who is an information hoarder, I know it's fun, 
to have all that information, but it's not helping. So make sure that you are taking one or two things and applying it and trying things out and write out some of the answers to those questions and, and take a second to kind of analyze that and look at that for you and what, what kind of things did you notice and what kind of things are coming up for you. So again, reach out to me on social media, send me an email, or if you want to uh, set up that free consultation, you can do so, uh, click in the link below. All right, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Food Factor Podcast. It is my personal mission to help people make the best food choices that they can for their particular situation. So if you found this episode helpful, I would be so grateful if you would share it with a friend or a family member or somebody who needs to hear this information and also leave me a review. Those are the things that help get this podcast seen and heard by more people who could use the help as well. I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening.